Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. We sure do. So... Are you looking for more playful passion in the bedroom? Perhaps you're struggling with your sexual confidence and feeling ineffective between or above the sheets. On today's show, we're going to be talking about erotic massage and the 69 different ways to make a happy ending even happier. And we'll learn how that showing up as a compassionate lover can make all the difference. From manual manipulation techniques that tease the pleasure centers to taking control of your sexy playtime, we cover it all. How am I going to get through this show? We're going to be talking about erotic massage. We watched some of the videos. My cock was hard through I the know, videos. Babe. Now we're going to talk to the person who made the videos. Babe, you're going to have to like do something to either get me off or get me through the show and finish me at the end of the show. Whatever you wish, baby. You just tell me. I'm here for you. All right. That's what makes us such an amazing couple. I know, You're right? always there for me and I'm there for you. You look beautiful today. Thank you, honey. I know our audience can't see you, but you look spectacular. You're shining, nice tan. All right, let's get back to the show. Before we get on with our guests, we want to take a moment to tell everybody about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex, but nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it'll come out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does. And we're going to be talking about erotic massage today. So you will need to get one of our top waterproof blankets to protect either your couch or your bed or your massage table because our guest is going to tell you all about how to have this amazing erotic experience. So let's remind everybody that we are Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And we are very excited to welcome today's special erotic sensual guest. Lee Jagger is the CEO and founder of Rock the Bedroom, the only sex education community of its kind. She helps women be more confident, creative, and playful in the bedroom. Specializing in erotic massage, she makes it easy for women to embrace their power and take charge between the sheets, knowing exactly where and how to touch a man to drive him wild. Like I said, I'm not going to make it through this show. (laughs) Please Help me. And if you hear me quiet for a while, you'll know what I'm doing. All right. Uh, Lee Jagger, welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle. Thank you for taking time out of your day and your week to be here with us today and enlighten everybody on how they can have better sex and rock their bedroom. (laughs) I'm dying over here. (laughs) This is going to be so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This is going to be a very juicy conversation. Absolutely. Well, it's it been a juicy is. day already because we've watched your videos. Um, David's got off at least twice already today, and he knows that this is going to be a good one. So we're ready for after the show too, right? Absolutely. You're welcome, David. <laughs> yes. All I'm visualizing is your hands all lubed up going over my cock, giving me an onion ring. He's been, you know, he's been fantasizing the whole day long, but don't give the, don't give away the hints We're yet. We're going to be talking a lot about food. Yes. Don't give away the hints yet. Let's get started with, the, let, let's at least ask good questions to get started. We always ask good questions. Lee, tell us a little bit about how you got into this whole field of sexuality to begin with. I, it was quite ac- by accident, actually. I um, did not go looking for this at all. Um, I was not, I was sort of at the opposite 
ends of the spectrum from you guys. Like I was a sexual wallflower. I did not um, initiate sex. I was not assertive in the bedroom. I was very complacent. And I was, I would say, a very selfish lover. Um, I, I would rather pick selfish, being selfish in bed, than looking bad in bed. Because mm. I just didn't know... I didn't know how to reciprocate, you know, like I was, I was great at receiving all of the foreplay yumminess. That's like my favorite part foreplay, but, um, I did not know how to reciprocate. I didn't know how to touch man's penis and I felt awkward every time I did. And so it was really unlikely that I, I would never have thought that I would be an erotic massage coach, but, um, one day I had a response to a Craigslist ad that I had put out for Swedish massage. Um, I was quite broke at the time. I had been homeless for a little while and um, sleeping in my car with my young son. And I was uh, at the time living uh, in the living room of a hoarder's house. Mm. So it was a really low point in my life. So when I got this call from this woman and she said, hey, so I saw your ad on Craigslist and I see that you do massage. I bought a massage office and you seem to look like you know what you're doing. Have you ever thought of erotic massage? And I had no clue what that world was all about. And so I said, mm, is that with a happy ending? With a huge question mark. And she said, yes. And I said, uh, that's not my dealio. Thank you very much because I... I didn't know how to touch a man's penis. And um, and I also had this huge stereotype of the kind of men who would seek out such services. Right. And that, you know, old creepy dudes. And I thought, no, this is so not for me. But she threw out a dollar figure. And at the time, I was literally hungry. And um, so I thought, you know, take one for Team Jagger. You know, any parent out there knows they'll do anything for their kid. And I thought, you know, if I could just get ahead for a couple of weeks, made a, make a wad of cash, then I'll do anything. So I went in and I did this forehand massage where I'm on one side of the client and the seasoned pro is on the other side of the client. And um, she took the lead and I sort of just dipped my toes in the water, so to speak. And... Um, followed along and took mental notes and this guy on the table was not an old creepy dude he was hot he was early 30s gorgeous body beautiful face spectacular personality smart funny like awesome and I thought all right this wasn't so bad let's try this again and my next client was not a, a forehand I thought I, I was signing up for a forehand massage, but she threw me in on my own and I did a solo massage and I was freaking out. And the guy number two was the old creepy dude. <laughs> and, <Lucky you. laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, what? And so there was no rapport. There was there. He didn't care about conversation with me. He, I felt very objectified. I was a mechanical blow up doll for this and guy. Were you naked and at the time? I was in my lingerie. Okay. Um, there were naked options, but to start out with, I was so self-conscious yeah. and really nervous. I'm writing a book about the whole experience. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's quite a story. But yeah, I was just in my lingerie, so I felt fairly exposed already. Um, but halfway through the massage, he jumps off the table and says, um, okay, you get on the table. I'm going to massage you now. And I thought, <laughs> what just happened? I'm supposed to have control of this room. And I didn't realize it until I did not have control in the room anymore. And so I don't even know what I said. I got him back on the table and I'm finishing up the session and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Lee, you don't even know your boundaries. You can't articulate them. You can't enforce them. Of course, this guy walked all over you because you didn't, you didn't specify that there was a boundary. And so I realized, wow, you know, you're going to learn a whole lot by doing this work. So I did that work for six years. And 2,000 penises later, I am definitely in control of the bedroom now. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. like I learned how to pig, put on the big girl panties. And 
just own the bedroom. And so I'm and, curious, how did you learn that? Did you go on the internet? Did you ask someone to help you? No, I, well, I did go on the, on the internet, but there was, you know, there's demos on vegetables and just really basic, basic 101 kind of stuff. And so I just, what I did was I was really busy in the beginning. I was the new girl on the block and I, I was inundated with clients. And so my hands started becoming really sore. Like I was getting carpal tunnel from repetitive action <laughs> and overuse injury on my hands. And so I, you know, I'm going along and my left hand is cramping up. I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I got to do something different with this hand. So, all right, let's do something with his balls. And, and, oh, he just moaned. Okay, well, let's do more of that. And, oh, now my right hand is getting sore. So let's try something different with that. Oh, he just squirmed a whole lot more. So I just, through self, self-preservation, because my hands <laughs> were taking the brunt of this work, um, I had to find new techniques to do. And so I had to mix it up and, and just change what I was doing with my hands a lot. And I asked the clients a lot of questions, and they gave me a lot of pointers on what felt good, what didn't. And over the years, I just kept writing down and kept practicing all of these new techniques wow. and turns out I have a whole lot now. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> a lot now, of tricks. now that you've touched so many cocks and you've spoken to so many guys and gotten so many guys off, I mean, imagine if you saved all that cum and you, you like put it into a sperm bank or something. I mean, you'd be a gazillionaire. <laughs> but my question is based on all this experience, what do men most wish women knew about touching a man's body? Oh, easy. I would say hands down, and I've heard this or felt this from almost every guy. They just want you to touch it like you like it. You know, like I find a lot of women, they're, they're, there's trepidation around the penis. Um, some women who aren't so, you know, eyeball deep in the, the sex positive community there's a lot of uh, hesitancy over touching a man's penis. And, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, she just, she doesn't know what to do, you know, or it's, it, it's a precursor. It's the pre pregame show to the, the, the main event, you know, like there is an end goal in mind. I find a lot of times with men, women, like they're doing, they're doing a hand job in order to get him hard mm -hmm. or in order to give him a, a big O. Um, and really men want you to touch it like you like it. Yeah. Like you, you want to touch it because you want to touch it. Not because you, it's a means to an end. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know? It, it's, it's very interesting that you say that because Carol and I have been together 15 years now. We're both on our second marriages. And Carol is a cock worshiper. She loves sucking cock, stroking cock, doing it, yes. whatever, mm -hmm. swallowing, licking, sucking, you name it. But she didn't know until I told her that you can really squeeze a cock tight. And I love it when she puts her hands around it and squeezes it. I mean, not it. everybody does. No, so no. So you have to make sure that the partner you're with also likes it. But it's up to the guy mm -hmm. to tell the partner he's with what he likes. Mm -hmm. And you know, um, communication in any sort of sexual encounter, relationship, is so important. I mean, we're swingers and, and communication is number one in terms of how we have a great swinger uh, life. But, um, you know, guys out there, if you have someone playing with your cock and it starts rock hard and then all of a sudden she's doing something in the same position for too long of a time and all of a sudden you're soft, you need to tell her what you want and what feels good. And if she's stroking it this way and you're used to getting a stroke that way, you need to tell her because Mr. Cock has a head but not a brain not and, a <laughs> and not a mouth. And, um, you know, it's the same thing licking a pussy. Mm -hmm. It feels good until it doesn't feel good and then you're mm -hmm. just out of the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we want to know. We do. We don't want to look bad in bed. No one wants to look bad in bed, men or women. And so... Really, it's it's such a taboo subject talking about likes and dislikes uh, for a lot of people, and you know they grew up with a religious background or whatever, and and 
some people have it in their head that words in the bedroom are not so sexy. Mm. Like it takes the spontaneity out of things. And I disagree. Words are so sexy. And when someone can say, you know what I really like? Do this and then do that and do this. It, it, it just, it invites playfulness in the bedroom. Oh, you like that? Oh, excellent. Well, then why don't I add this on? And, you know, it's this back and forth and it's this beautiful dance. But you're right, David, you got to you gotta open your mouth. And, and, and one of the words that kills the situation is don't. I don't like this. I don't like that. Instead of using that word, say what you do want. Why don't you try this? Put your hand there. Oh, I want to feel your mouth. Or that feels great. That's, oh, yeah. Move it back there again. You right, know, that kind right, of thing. Exactly. And, and use, use your breath. Use your moans. Um, you as, know, as indicators to let him know that you're enjoying or let her know that you're enjoying. But in the middle of sex, and if, if as a guy, if I hear, oh, don't do that. Oh, you just hurt me. Well, okay, hurting is something else. We have to say if it hurts for sure. Right. Can, can you slow down? Can you not go? Can you use a bit of lube? Um, just keep it positive and, and you know, um, the sexual experience will be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I teach a lot of my clients, like, there's a great way to say no without actually saying the word no. Right. Like, mm, yes, and could you move a little bit to the left? You know, like acknowledge that he's trying. Yeah. He's yeah, for, trying. For years when I came in your eye, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, you do not come in my eye. That is a rule. That is one rule we stick to, Tar- not in the eye. No, Carol said, can you just aim a little bit lower and get into my mouth? No, I did not say that. I said not even on my face because the chance of it getting in an eye is that there, you know. For but me. it's that all natural cream. <laughs> I've been told. Put it on my chest and I will spread it manually onto my face. I have no problem with cum on my face when I put it there, not when you put it there by chance. <laughs> you know, right. It's, it's, it's not always a good aim there. <laughs> t- tell us a little bit about what you call foreplay. Foreplay, I actually, I don't like the word foreplay because it insinuates that it's it's a lead up to something better. Like, it's not the main event. Let's do this so that we can do that. It's just a lead up. And I, I personally love foreplay. So I call it juicy time mm. because it's very juicy. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it makes it more of a thing. For play, the whole four in front of the play makes it sound like, okay, we're going to do this before before the ultimate outcome arrives. Right. So that, you know, like not all roads need to lead to intercourse. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've had spectacular orgasms and amazing sensations that had nothing to do with, with quote, sex, which a lot of people think of as intercourse. Right. And so... Yeah, I foreplay is like my favorite thing. And so I don't use the word foreplay. Juicy time is my preference well, that, because it, it it elevates it in status. <laughs> well, that certainly talks about what it's all about. But And I know that foreplay is really, I agree that it's not a great word to use because sex is not the ultimate. Uh, but how can we change that? How, how can we get the word out that let's not talk about sex as the ultimate, the main event. Let's talk about... I mean fucking... Yeah, the fucking part of it, right. That's not the main event because as soon as you start kissing and touching, you're already having sex and sucking cock and and doing the massages. That's already having sex. It's not foreplay to sex. That is sex. Mm -hmm. So I I still don't know how we can get that word out and let's, let's eliminate foreplay from this whole dictionary and just say we're starting sex with sucking cock or licking balls. That's already sex. But that's why we talk so much about sexual pleasure because it's the whole journey. It's the whole experience. We talk about sometimes all day foreplay because sex just starts in the morning and it builds and builds and builds until you get to the evening and if you have a great orgasm, fantastic if you don't and you just connected with your partner by touching and kissing and feeling and massaging well you know what that's going to make your your couple stronger in the long term mm-hmm. Absolutely. exactly and you touched on something there david when you said you know if you don't happen to have an orgasm that's okay mm-hmm. you know not all roads need to lead there in and if they do then that's setting yourself up for performance anxiety mm-hmm. and that's the best way to kill an orgasm You know, so so I like the idea of the juicy time. Like, let's just fool around. Let's make out. Let's touch. Let's lick. Let's kiss. Like, let's let's just 
make out and have a great time without a finish line needing to be the end goal here. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. it just slows everything down. And then you're, you're sinking into all the sensations and you're, you're basking in whatever's happening and not in a hurry for it to lead to somewhere else. Yeah. And, and you know, in this, in the next segment, we're going to talk about massages, but we've learned over the years, we've had so many great experts on our show that it takes time to get a man and a woman aroused and you need to get the well, blood. Well, the women. The men are very spontaneous. Yes. Fine. <laughs> but it takes time to get the blood flowing to the labia on a woman, to her clitoris, to the whole vaginal area. And that's the way they have great sex. Um, and, it, and, you know, a massage and touching and kissing. Um, helps all of that. Helps all of that. Um, so before we go into mm-hmm. our next section, you know, we've been talking a lot about erotic massage on men and fantastic for us but while this whole experience is going on with touching cocks and all the stuff we're going to talk about in the next segment um what does a woman get out of all this that is a great question and i'm glad you asked that because a lot of women assume oh well that's great for the guy but it seems really one-sided and it's not really like just the confidence alone when a woman learns how to how to touch a man's body in a way that blows his hair back and knocks his socks off, then that's very confident building. <laughs> like, like it, it's exhilarating to have a man squirm under your touch. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's a little bit of a power trip, but in a good way, it really builds your confidence and liberates you in the bedroom. And, and even if you're just dating, you don't have a, like a regular partner, but to sit across the table from a date and in your mind instead of thinking oh god I hope he likes me instead of that you're thinking instead oh big boy you are gonna like me you know that is oh so much more relaxing and you're so much more confident and that feels way better (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) when you're in that situation like confidence cannot be um, underestimated and it sounds like a cliche oh yeah it makes you confident until you are when you, you it's not something that you just try on like a garment it's something you become mm-hmm. in and out of the bedroom mm-hmm. you're just a confident person mm-hmm. period and the ri- the ripple effects of that are huge like you're more likely to ask for a, a raise at your work or you're not intimidated by by uh, male co- co-workers or your male boss you know a, a guy cuts off uh cuts in front of you in line at the grocery store or something you're actually going to speak up and say oh actually you know the line's behind me mm-hmm. whereas if you're not so confident you'll just fume and not say anything and and resent that guy mm-hmm. you know so women get a lot out of taking control in the bedroom and it's just, it's a way to relax the mind and get you out of your mind and into your body when you're having sex. Instead of that mind chatter of, am I doing this right? Oh, I don't, that didn't look like he enjoyed that. Uh, you know, and opening up the communication, which is automatic when you learn erotic massage, you have to talk to your partner. And it's also a different level of care for, for your guy. Like women are born nurturers. Mm-hmm. And we like to take care of our men. And this is a whole different level of care. Yeah. Like you're pampering him like he's a king. And I'll tell you, ladies, when a man is feeling that, like when when he discovers a woman who will do that for him, he will swim oceans for her. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yes. Law of reciprocation. Yes. I'm telling you, honey, yes. you're you're getting yours. Don't worry. And a guy doesn't want to be outdone in bed, so you know he's going to go to town on you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Lee, we're just going to have to stop you there. Hold that thought because we're going to take a quick break. We have a shout out to one of our show sponsors, but we'll re- be right back. This is Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carolyn David, and we're talking with erotic massage coach Lee Jagger from Rock the Bedroom. Stay right there. So, you know, people have been asking us, what's changed after four years of doing the podcast? Well, a lot has. But to be honest, the orgasm gap still remains a challenge for many couples. You know what I'm talking about. Men tend to finish before their female partners. 
You've heard us talk about Promescent for years. Their urologist-developed, FDA-compliant delay spray can help men last up to 64% longer without loss of sensation. And it's great because Promescent is quickly absorbed into the penis and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, I think we can all agree that sometimes women, even when alone, still have challenges around reaching orgasm. So now, Promescent has created a female arousal gel. I love it. It's a clitoral stimulant that she can rub into her clitoris for increased pleasure and a lot more satisfaction during pretty much any type of sexual activity that you can think of. Absolutely. So now they've got Promescent Delay Spray for him and arousal gel for her. So basically... They're closing the orgasm gap on both sides. And remember to check out their amazing lubes as well. Yeah, trust us. Try these amazing products and you'll thank us later. Seriously, just write to us at ask at and tell us how it went. So try Promescent today. Just go to the website www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Yeah, and now, and especially for a limited time, if you enter Sexy Lifestyle 15, you'll get 15% off every order. And remember, tell your friends too, that's Sexy Lifestyle 15 for 15% off. All right, we're back. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and... um. You know, I'm really looking forward to getting on with our show with erotic massage coach Lee Jagger from Rock the Bedroom. So, Lee, um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about where you came from, what you do, how important it is for couples to um, communicate, to tell their partner what they like. Um, but, you know, Dr. Ruth, who's this iconic sex educator that's been around forever, um, you say that she got something wrong in all the years that she's been out there doing her um, speeches. Yeah, I and don't get me wrong, I love Dr. Ruth. She she was a trailblazer. She paved the way to some amazing conversations in the bedroom. She opened things up for us as a whole society. So I love her. Um, I I saw her on an interview one time and. She said these words. She said, if a man wants to have sex with a woman and she doesn't, it's no big deal. It takes three minutes. Just have sex and give him the orgasm. Yikes. Right? And yeah. I thought, oh, my God. So, a.k.a. just put out? Yeah, no. That's, that's the definition of obligatory sex. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, that was the generation back then where – you know, women's responsibilities, keep the man happy. It's a duty. But that just leads to her feeling used. Mm -hmm. And then that builds resentment towards her guy. And that will drive a wedge between their intimate themselves or each other and their intimacy. And eventually they break up, they go to the next partner and repeat the whole thing over again. So I am not a fan of that statement that she made. I get why she made it, um, but I'm not a fan of obligatory sex. And I believe that a woman is more likely to want more sex and put out, to use those words, when she's enjoying it, when she's feeling like a sex goddess. Mm -hmm. So instead of just putting out, just help her find ways to enjoy sex. Have the sex that she enjoys as opposed to just doing whatever the guy wants to do that clearly she doesn't want to do. And those types of Women guys, should, those mm-hmm. types of guys who just want to be done in three minutes, um, they don't really know what they're doing either. If you ask me, that means they probably are they not don't. confident lovers and they don't really know what to do with their wives either. And so that's just a, a reciprocal bad situation that's never going to get better until people start talking to each other. And talking about mm-hmm. why I don't want to put out or I will put out for this three minutes and but but later I want to catch you. There's ways of talking to make it go further than that. So I kind of get why you weren't really happy with that statement from uh, from Dr. Ruth. And, and I'm tending to agree with you. And certainly when you can learn yeah. how to worship a cock like you're doing with you're teaching people how to do. Like Carol does. That's mm-hmm. putting her in control. And then she doesn't even have to put out if she doesn't want to. She could just rub that cock the right way until it comes and then if that's not what she wants to do by putting out and she's going to be waiting her turn she has a chance to even talk to him and explain to him how this sexual pleasure she wants her turn to exactly yeah and erotic massage like you a lot of people think erotic massage is just a hand job 
Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's it's way more than a hand job. It's it's I think of it as like a slow Sunday drive on a scenic road along the coast. You know, you're meandering along all of his curves and it feels leisurely. And you can make you can make a quickie, a 5-minute quickie for the guy feel like that. Mm-hmm. When when you incorporate the way I teach it anyway. I see a lot of stuff out there on the internet and it sucks. It's horrible. It's, yeah. But the way I teach it, it's like slow equals moan. And even a quickie can feel luxurious. So, so, so and, Lee, I'm going to go a little sideways here because, because um, Carol and I, first I watched your videos and um, I was ready to just go jump on Carol and fuck her brains out because I got so turned on. And your your videos are not about sex. They're about pleasure and intimacy and sensuality. Sensual, yes. And I, I just wanna, I want you to describe a little bit um, the need for touch, the need for teasing, the need for um, somebody to initiate the 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 moment or the experience, and it could be five minutes, and you have a video that's for one hour, and you know I could massage Carol for one hour for her to massage me. You know, ten minutes is is like her limit. She wants to sit on my cock and squirt all over me, and you know get into it. You know, she we we joke that she's the guy in our relationship because I'm the one who can <laughs> massage and put out the candles and do all that stuff. But I just want you to go through the 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 steps the initiating the touching and talk after about how important it is for couples to stay connected by doing this touching experience i love that thank you david i touch is so 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 important just as just biological human beings we need touch we need it babies will actually die if they're not touched they will actually die like we act, we really need the physical hands-on touch, and um, and it's so important in relationships or partnerships of any kind because, oh my gosh, the the bedroom can be a really lonely place when you are not being touched, and you mentioned initiation, like initiating. Um, someone needs to initiate. Like when when a, one person actually says the words, hey, honey, I want to connect with you this way, or I just really need to touch your cock or whatever, like just really verbally expressing the, the need to touch them in a sensual, loving way, that does wonders for the other person. They feel loved. They feel wanted. Um, that makes me think of uh, Mother Teresa. Most of what I learned about sex, I learned from Mother Teresa, <laughs> believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> she said, I know it sounds crazy and funny, but seriously, she said the words, the most terrible poverty is loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted. Mm. And there is nothing more lonely than an and unwanted feeling than being in the bedroom and someone not wanting to reach out and touch you. You're naked next to them, and they don't have the desire at all to touch you. There is no greater poverty than that, I think. And it's so sad because that's a lot of relationships out there. So to actually make the effort to reach out and touch your man's penis, whether you want to have sex with him or not, but just reach out and initiate that contact, oh, my God, that does wonders for his ego, his feeling cherished, his his belonging, his his um, sense of being desired. Mm-hmm. You know, we all want to be desired. So I think it's super super important. And another thing that Mother Teresa said, she said it's not about how much we give, but how much love we put into giving. Mm. And I would agree. It's not just you know wham bam thank you ma'am, but like. Touch it like you like it. Yeah, you know, like and they can like, tell the difference. It's not something you can't fake. This you when you are doing your beautiful massage techniques that you're going to talk about soon. But when you're doing those, that is absolutely with love and care. You can't do it otherwise. Yeah. And, right. And I know, I know, um, you know, massage and your videos 
show that the ultimate part of the body to touch isn't the cock, it's the body. And you, you start, your massages start up at the shoulders or down at the feet or at the fingers, they work their way in. And only like later on in the massage do you get into touching the cock and massaging the cock. And I know when Carol does massage me, and it happens um, uh, more regularly now, when she's touching my feet or touching my arms or um, bl- kissing me or her tits are just um, rubbing over my chest, my cock gets rock hard because I know she's there. The she's desiring me. She, yes. she wants me. She's in the moment. And, you know, being present is so important to have great sex. Um, and then you talk about teasing. Um, how, how does that play into the massage? Teasing is everything everything a massage to me doesn't really feel like a massage unless there's some good teasing some edging you know and starting with the more vanilla areas of the body like starting with the legs or the back or the chest or whatever and then working your way in to more juicy spots but then going away again you know like get them all turned on and then go away oh what a power trip that is, yeah. you know, to, to be the catalyst of such pleasure and then just like take it away. But with the promise that, oh, don't you worry, I'm going back there. <laughs> don't get too comfy. Take a, take a beat here. Take a breath. But I'm coming back there. So <laughs> now, don't now, get too comfy. Now, we were watching we were watching some of your videos and uh, you show the techniques of face up and face down, and last night um, I laid down on the bed, Carol and I were coming upstairs, we were gonna have some sex in between periods at a hockey game, and Our she favorite. goes, and she goes, why are you lying on your belly? And I said, um, you know, take some lube, and it, I'll, I'll lift up my butt a little bit, and she started stroking my I'm cock I'm pretty sure that behind. I told you to lift up your butt, it was not fine, you. <laughs> fine. We, sure. we learned this from Jaylene Bennis yeah. from Bondessage. Um, but it's a whole different experience stroking a butt, stroking the glutes, stroking a cock when the guy's face down versus face it's up. It's not very often that the guy's got his butt up in the air, right? The girls very often right. do. And that's a very vulnerable position for him. And that's sexy for me to be touching that area. Then I know he's tingling just with the tiniest touch. Oh, totally. And if so if I were to take a guy and treat him to a night that he'll never forget and i'm going to unleash my magic hands on him i never start face up he Mm -hmm. starts face down and i'll do a little bit on the back and i'll reach under the hips i'll do the back of the thigh over the glutes and between his legs and under his but man Guys are not used to being touched from that angle. It changes everything when you're touching them from those angles from behind. (gasps) Oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. And most of the time when I was seeing those 2,000 clients, oh, my gosh. More often than not, he would come face down huh. before we even got to the happy quote Cause, ending. Because it's a it new was thing. happy throughout. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, thing, right? he'd never been touched like right. that. Before. But it feels so different having the gravity pull your cock down and then the hands versus on it. it coming up onto your belly. Yeah. And then your balls are totally Hanging, exposed. Dangling. And your hand, you know, it's touching the perineum, it's right near my anus, and you know, there's the little hairs and the butt, and and you don't see what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a little kinky that you don't know what she's doing, and her hands are down there, and she's putting lube, and, and Carol then slid one hand onto her pussy, and she was playing with her clit, and I knew she was doing it, but I had to like visualize the whole thing, and it's just a, a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a suggestion for you. <laughs> it's, personal coaching right here okay so carol when when he's face down and you're doing whatever you're doing between his legs put your leg over his his leg that's closest to you drape your leg over his so that your knee is in between his knees okay and your other foot is on the floor if you have a massage table or you know on the outside of his body and his calf will be lined up with your pussy so you can stimulate yourself mm. and still use both mm. hands gotcha. on him. Gotcha. Like Oh, it. it's like so it. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. We love learning. So good. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> That's next. I got it. That's a good one. 
Oh, so now, when you came up yeah. with all your ideas that you were going to put together this course and teach other women, like how, how did this all happen? You know, how did the exchange go from you doing it to now you teaching it? Yeah, so I was in the middle of a massage with my very favorite client, long-term client, and I thought, I had a eureka moment, like, oh my gosh, my personal sex life is a, a 180 from what it used to be. The sexual wallflower no longer existed. I was this temptress goddess in the bedroom now. And I thought, oh man, I wish I'd known this 30 years ago, like I'm 52 now. And if I'd known this in my 20s, my sex life would have been completely different and way, way more fun. And so I thought, damn it, I wish I'd known this back then. And I thought, well, Lee, you're a teacher. Like, I have a Bachelor of Education. <laughs> you're a teacher and you love to teach. Why don't you, you can't be the only one out there who was suffering in silence. Um, there's got to be other women out there who don't know this stuff that you know. And I went online and I looked and yeah, there was none of this stuff out there. So I thought, okay, let's just find out. If, if this is something that's in demand, oh, was it ever? Because women don't air their laundry yeah. of how powerless they feel in the bedroom yeah. or how, how dissatisfied or, you know, complacent they feel or whatever. And, and so I started teaching little workshops and oh, it was met with a lot of um, very positive feedback. And so I just decided, okay, I got I to gotta somehow put together a massive course and just share all of the secrets that I have figured out <laughs> that you can only figure out from massaging 2000 penises. And like, the, it's like Groundhog Day, you know, doing it that many times to, to really get the secret sauce. And, um, and there's most women are not going to touch 2000 penises in their lifetime. I'm sure. So not. Hold it, hold I'm it, hold sure it. Babe, everybody. How many do you think you've touched? Uh, how many penises have I touched? Hundreds for sure, Woo! but not two thousand. Yeah. We've probably touched hundreds. You've probably touched hundreds just since we've been swingers for fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, you know. I well, was also very promiscuous as, at a younger age, and I also wanted to impress the guy and know what to do with a cock. So I made it my business to figure out what to do with a cock. It, not as many techniques as you have, by the way, but certainly some that are my go-to. So I was I touched a cock immediately. And unlike you, I was not very good at receiving pleasure. I only ah. was, my power in the bedroom was, was, was doing my, my tricks, um, not receiving. So I was almost the opposite. I didn't know how to receive, you know, um, pussy so, licking so, very so, well. So, uh, you know, we, we play with a lot of couples. We've been swingers for a long time. We love foursomes and moresomes and orgies and all that. And Carol is probably top three in terms of blowjobs. But after watching your videos, <laughs> I am so looking forward to her being a top three massage, <laughs> erotic massage partner. Okay. I mean, we have a couple of friends who give great massages, but having your partner be a great cocksucker and an amazing blowjob person okay. i mean amazing uh, erotic massage person is that, what i'm looking forward to because that I, might be your christmas gift this year by the way that's okay that's it that's all you're getting i give good massages right <laughs> I, I, i'll work on it i'll when work it comes, on it lee when it comes to pussy massages i could stay David's there good. yes i'm the good. mad scientist i take See, i've loo. learned now how to receive pleasure right and now he makes me lie there for a whole hour and i say oh darn okay if you insist <laughs> but lee just just like you uh, you know when you um, are massaging the cock and you're doing all the different techniques that um, uh, people learn when they take your courses um, I've learned how to properly massage a pussy with fingers in different positions and going slow and not necessarily touching the clit and building it up and bringing the arousal down there and bringing the fluids down there and uh, on a regular basis um, I don't have to penetrate Carol I don't have to touch her clit just by moving my hands in the area and getting her aroused she can have a great orgasm and she's a big squirter as well mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I, I love that you figured that out that like to to take your time getting there mm -hmm. you know don't go don't make a beeline straight for the clit you know, the, there's there's so many other lovely things that you can do on the way there. Mm -hmm. And backing up just a smidge, um, when when you're talking about you know being great at blowjobs, and then now you're go you're going to very quickly become very good at erotic massage. Hell yeah! 
there'll be a, a, an aha moment where you're going to be doing like guacamole or something. As I named all the, the techniques after food, you'll be doing guacamole or something. And then you'll be like, oh, I'm doing that with my thumb. But what if I do that with my tongue? Oh. So there's so many, there's so many, so many ways, combinations. Like, oh yeah. So you, you take what you learn with your hands and then incorporate your lips or your tongue and, and, and try to do it that way. Uh, David's going to be brain dead. Yeah. Looking forward <laughs> to it. Absolutely. And before we go into great sex matters, which will be our next segment, which we're going to talk really in depth about sex, about your sex life. Um, one of the things you stress when you, give your courses in your videos and one of the things that Carol and I have learned over the years is about how to slow things down and if you think you're going slow go even slower let's talk about that for two minutes oh that is you took the words out of my mouth when you think you're going slow enough you're still going too fast slow it down just a little more because slow equals moan for sure the slower you go the more the recipient is going to moan. And I had this client for the full six years, pretty well every week or two for six years. Like I knew his body inside and out. He knew my routine. He, He knew all the stuff that I do. And one day I, I got that on a different level, the whole go slow thing based on me being massaged this one time and I thought oh god if you just went just a little slower that would be so much better and so I tried it out on this guy and he's like what did you just do to completely different massage why what what happened what happened that was a that was epic what did you do differently and I did everything the same only thing that I did differently was I slowed everything down just a smidge more And it felt like a completely different massage to him. And to him, it felt like I was way more present. I was way more sensual. I was way more into it. That's how it translated through my hands. So going slow just can't be stressed enough. Like no matter what you're doing. And it's kind of counterintuitive because when you get all heated and you're in a bit of a frenzy of the orgasmic bliss, then it feels like you want to go fast. Because in your brain, you're going faster. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 do, do that, do that, do that, do that. But you got, you got to keep it slow. And then it feels even better. Yeah. And plus, when, and we it, watch, when we watch a guy jack off, we see that he goes very quickly in order to orgasm. So you think that that's the yeah. solution. Hell no. And it's not really. I mean, it doesn't have to be. It can be. Of course, that's a quick way to, to orgasm as well. But at but the it, end, you're going to have to get there. But to get there... Take your time. Go yeah. slow. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. A- and even going slow during the, the orgasm, depending on what you're doing, like if you're stimulating a few different things, like there's ways to stimulate the, the prostate through the perineum um, while you're doing other things. You got two hands mm-hmm. and there's a lot that you can do with them. And my clients all said, oh, my God, you feel like an octopus. It feels like you've got so many hands on my body because you I, – I, teach like a lot of different combinations of things all at the same time and so when when you're going super slow but you're hitting all the hot spots even super slow will totally make him go off the edge of the orgasm so um and and i really invite your male listeners to just like if you're thinking oh yeah but that's i need to go fast in order to get off that's only because you're used to that. Really, there is a way to be touched super slow that feels way better than how you're touching your, yourself really fast. Hell yeah. It, it's, like, it's like a woman who only uses a vibrator. vibrator. I was about to say exactly she's, that. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then she's, she's totally reliant on the vibrator to have an orgasm. Yeah. But if you wean yourself off of that, mm-hmm. you can get the sensation mm-hmm. back. And mm-hmm. it's better than ever. Right. That's vibrator why Vibrator can only go so far. I was about to say that's why a guy can never be replaced by a vibrator. Because that vibrator can get you off maybe like I can get off in maybe 30 to 60 seconds with a, my womanizer. But those one hour massages that David gives me, there's nothing like it. Like there's nothing can replace right. that. 
that slow sensuality. Wow, this Ugh. has been a great segment. My goodness. Let's just I'm stop for a quick second and remind everybody that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We're having an amazing discussion with erotic massage coach Lee Jagger from Rock the Bedroom. Coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. But first, a shout out to another one of our show sponsors. All righty. I'm sitting here with an erection. I'm sitting here thinking, oh my God. Um, what can I do next to give Carol a great massage? Um, all our listeners know we spent 89 days at Hedonism on beautiful Negril Beach this past winter. So we're going to talk a little bit about one of our favorite places to hang naked on the beach. We know it is the sexiest place on earth where you can be as mild or as wild as you like. And we are so excited about Hedo's 40th anniversary celebration happening October 30th to November 6th. Come on down, join us there for a week. We're going to get naked again on the beach. Um, 40 years of Hedo. If you go back, listen to some of our Hedo shows. We've had some guests who've been there for 40 years. It's yeah. great, great history about the resort. Um, and for more information about this or anything else, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com. If you want to book a vacation, uh, click on the Hedo link and you will go to the sexiest and have the most erotic vacation ever. And quick reminder also that if you are looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, go to sdc.com and you can use promo code 30314 to get your first month free. Alrighty, we're here. We're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. And you know this is our favorite part of the show because this is where we get down and dirty with our guests and their personal Ooh. lives. I hope you're ready for some great sexy talk. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Miss Lee. <laughs> is there anything that used to throw you off in the bedroom that you now revel in? Uh, yeah. Um, so a flaccid penis used to totally throw me off. Mm. You know, like it, it's difficult enough to try to think of what, what to do with a hard penis way back in the day, you know, just other than just stick it in. Right. <laughs> but a soft penis is like, ah, what do I do with that? You know, not having intercourse with it. Uh, and I get it up in my head about, oh, is he not turned on? Is that why he's soft? You know, I I had this one experience with a guy. I was in my early twenties, Derek. He I I think we had tequila or something, and I was feeling unusually brave. And I decided, okay, he's rock hard. We're totally turned on. We're fooling around in his bed, and I decide I'm going to venture down and play with his penis, with my fingers, with my tongue, with my lips, whatever. Like I. I didn't, I didn't have many tricks up my sleeve, but I thought, okay, well, I'm just feeling bold and daring. So I'm just going to go down there. I can, I can do no wrong because dude is hard as a rock. The more I did, the softer he became. <laughs> and, and nobody's saying anything, right? Like he's dead silent. I'm dead silent. I'm praying for a lightning bolt to, to take me away. <laughs> and, and it was just like the soft penis was just symbolic of my, eternal um incompetence in the bedroom and your fear and of it so and fear yeah it's like ah shit now what do i do like a soft penis has this connotation of oh yeah not turned on right and so but now because a lot of my clients they you know they were older guys and due to surgery or diabetes or medication or lots of different reasons they would not be able to get it up and so I learned what to do with a flaccid penis. And I realized, oh, my gosh, there is no loss of sensation. The, the nerve endings Correct. in a penis don't go away right. when he goes soft. It still feels really good. And he can still get an orgasm. Right. Totally. And, and it feels good to just boost up a guy's self-esteem by pampering him like a king. Right. Even when he can't get it up, because men can be deeply affected by not being able to get hard. You know, they take that really, uh, that that lack of performance mm -hmm. really hard. And so to be able to love him up anyway, and there's a whole section of erotic massage mastery, one of my programs that 
that takes the 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 massage techniques that I show, the, the happy ending techniques anyway, and modifies it for if he has a flaccid penis. So you actually know what to do with it. And now, oh my God, I love it. I love love a soft penis. Wow. <laughs> so besides soft yeah. penises, what else turns you on in the bedroom? I mean, oh you God. obviously like a hard penis, but. Yeah, a hard penis is always good. But I particularly love um I love oral. If the guy's good at it, of course. Uh, oral is like my top. My top. We would get yeah, along so everything. well. <laughs> I love eating pussy. I can do it for hours. Oh, my on. gosh. I know, right? It's so awesome. It, it just, you know, when and it's not just the tongue. Guys got to know this. Not just the tongue. Like, get your lips in there and right. just like. The wetness. Roll around in there, you know. like <laughs> Get your nose it. right in there, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just yes. like get in there, like like you're diving into like chocolate souffle. You know? <laughs> like, and the clit and the clit isn't just the button; no. it's three, four inches long down it's into nine. the labia. If you'd lick it and play right. with it and massage it, you you could feel the blood and and everything the and the engorgement going mm-hmm. through there. Um, okay, so yeah. oral oral, oral is good. I think is my favorite. Six. Fingers are great. Mm-hmm. I do love fingers. Mm-hmm. Fingers are lovely. Mm-hmm. I think like intercourse is down the list a bit for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I like a whole bunch of things more than I like having a P and a V. Mm-hmm. Have, <laughs> have, have you ever had a threesome? I actually have not. Mm-hmm. That's one of my fantasies to fulfill. Um, we'll be in California later fantasy- this year. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh my very God. forward if you I, haven't noticed. <laughs> I would spoil you. I would spoil you, David. Although I, Carol's got my course now, so she'll she'll spoil you too. But I've had guys say, oh, you've ruined me, man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go back. Like, I, I no one does this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, threesome. I, I would, um, I have fantasies about being in a free threesome with another woman, mm-hmm. like two women and, and on a guy. But I also have, even when I'm with one guy, I'm often fantasizing about another guy and imagining him doing something else to me while that guy is doing whatever he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Multiple hands, multiple mouths. Multiple penises. (laughs) On my body. No, I love, I love sucking cock and I love taking a flaccid cock into my mouth and sucking it and slowly licking it until it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And when I'm working out in the gym and I'm doing my like two or three or four minute plank, depends where I am in the state of uh, fitness, but um, I am visualizing myself over the top of a cock the whole time I'm doing a plank and my trainer even knows it my workout routine (laughs) that is so good that'll make me hold a plank oh I know and it works really well and I just get into my head and I'm holding my plank and I'm just picturing that flaccid cock and you know like that goal that you have to to make it start getting longer and tingly and it just gets bigger and bigger and then it's filling the space and filling your mouth and now you got longer strokes with your tongue so that's what I'm doing when I'm doing my plank I'm licking cock (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally doing that next time (laughs) it works my trainer's like so impressed that I can hold it like I can hold my plank even longer, you know? He says, I said stop. You can stop now. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. I'll stop now. <laughs> Wait, he hasn't come yet. yet. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but those fantasies, those um, things that you can get into your mind, into your brain that adds sensuality and uh, intimacy into a couple is so important. I mean, so often when I'm massaging Carol's pussy, I'm like, so what are you thinking about? And as swingers, we replay all the great sexual adventures and experiences we've had again and again and again. And it's like, okay, there's this, remember the guy with the big cock? Well, I'm sucking it now. And while she's fantasizing and thinking about that, her pussy is getting wetter. My cock is getting harder. And, you know, those couples who, who don't push their boundaries and explore those limits a little bit more end up in a boring, stale, stale sex life. Well, it's okay to have the fantasies part of it. Don't don't give up on the fantasies. So you don't have to share your partner. You certainly don't have to touch right, another right, right, human being right. while you're having sex. It. But you can certainly think about it. No one can stop those thoughts. They're super sexy yeah, and, and juicy. Yeah, it's not a, a an indication of lack of connection with your partner no. because you have other fantasies or even if you want to be with someone else it doesn't mean that you want to be with your current partner any less right 
right and i mean that's, you know, why, like, that's why people put porn on tv because that just adds to the stimulus and and the um, eroticism of the moment yeah absolutely because porn is not educational it's entertainment no. yeah it's entertainment no. and it, it might give you a little bit of uh horniness in the room and sometimes it does and sometimes it's distracting even i find it distracting we always turn off the porn when we when make our own we s- make our own yeah porn. exactly all right final <laughs> advice we're wow. at the end of the show already this i cannot believe an hour has passed so quickly but why don't you tell us what's one thing that our female audience can do to add a little spice to their love life today Oh my gosh. So, uh, in addition to doing whatever you're doing and just slowing it down, um, like I have a, I have a free resource on my website, uh, rockthebedroom.com where it, it, yes, encourages you to go really slow, but it's, oh my gosh, it's this one counterintuitive touch to drive him wild. And it's so simple and it is, it's so easy. Anyone can do it, but it's kind of, it's really valuable and it is the, the cornerstone, the, the foundation of everything else that I recommend that you do with your guy. And it's so simple that most women look at it and go, ah, this isn't going to do anything for my guy. But if you try it, you're going to see all the hairs on his body like stand on end and he's going to be squirming under your touch. And it's super, super easy. You don't have to have any crazy massage experience or anything. So that's a good free resource for people is going to my website. And I have like a challenge coming up that people can attend as well. Um, Beautiful. That is so good. So, you know, um, I wish we had two hours because – there's so much great information and your step-by-steps um, in terms of massaging. And, and you, you make a big point in your um, introduction to tell everybody to actually follow the courses step-by-step because one leads to the other leads to the other. Um, I wish we could have gotten into some of the massages and the cool um, techniques that you have different names for, the hummus and the freezy. And the, so, um, Lee, um, I, I know that we have um, don't have enough time to get into everything. We want to thank you for being here today. Why don't you take uh, two minutes and tell everyone um, how they can find you online, social media, and find out more about your courses that will rock them and their bedroom. Yes. So uh, I am on Facebook. I'm pretty active there. Uh, my handle is Lee Jagger Rocks, R-O-C-K-S. And um, on, my, on my website, so rockthebedroom.com slash sign up, S-I-G-N-U-P. That's where people can find out about the um, Rock the Bedroom Challenge that's coming up very soon, July 21st to 25th. It's five days, 90 minutes a day, and I will actually be showing on camera, on a live naked man, um, happy ending techniques. And um, yeah, like live, it's a live event, you need Zoom, and it's not one of those, oh, I'm going to tell you the importance of erotic massage, but no actual practical tools. Oh yeah, no, I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to show you some stuff and explain in detail. And so that is really fun because that challenge is all about making it easy for women to embrace their inner sex goddess. Love it. It's really simple. It's just a few little steps. And once you get a taste of stepping in to those big girl panties and rocking his world, you won't want to go back. Mm, very nice. <laughs> Amazing. So good. And of course, if you missed any of this information, you just have to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests has their own guest page with all of their information, and you even can contact the guests directly from our website. Yep. All right. Well, I hope everybody learned a whole lot today. I know we did, as we do every week. We hope um, you had a great show today. If you have any questions at all, you know you can always send us an email at ask at carolindavid.com. Alrighty, the end of another show uh, with another great guest, uh, Lee Jagger. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on, and thank you for being the light, shining out into the world, bringing normalcy to these conversations. I really appreciate you both. 
Thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you. And of course, we want to say, say thanks to all our listeners who are there week in and week out. And remember to join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everybody. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.